Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. It's at the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And welcome in to a Tuesday get-together for Sports Lounge Live. This is show 223, and it is December the 6th on uh, this fine Tuesday afternoon. We're awaiting some winter weather here in the Midwest on Thursday, but you guys don't care about that. You want to hear about all the sports, and there's a lot of it, Chris, so go ahead and tell us what there we is. have on okay. the plate today. Yeah, we do. we got a lot, and uh, hope everybody had a nice week and uh, enjoyed all the sports. We had a little bit of everything. Uh, we've got our baseball winter meetings, but the agenda, we're going to do our panels, and during the panel, on my panel, I'm going to be talking a little bit about Tiger Woods, uh, just a minute or so, and about the soccer coming up. Uh, not Everybody pretty much knows what happened uh, to our team and on Saturday, but uh, what they're, what's going to be happening because I it popped in my mind that I didn't know how this was going to work with three teams hosting the uh, the uh, World Cup next uh, next time, which is us, Canada, and Mexico. So we'll find out, talk about that. Then we've got the NFL, of course. We've got college football, the big climactic Saturday of the championship and Friday and Saturday of the championship games. And then uh, baseball, all the winter meetings action and non-action by some of our teams. And uh, the NHL with a, with a quick note uh, on, on kind of a sad thing in hockey. But uh, anyway, so for Tiger Woods, uh, he had, had two more surgeries uh, because of his accident, as it turns out. And he was has withdrawn from the Hero World Ch- Challenge in the Bahamas. And he's going to try to play in a, a couple of other tournaments. He's got plantar fasciitis, which means his heel is very sore. So he's going to try to play in places where he can uh, use a cart. And so he can do that. Uh, I think there's a big match coming up. I think he's with uh, Rory McIlroy, and I, I don't know. I think it might be on TV Saturday. He's going to do some match. And then a team thing. And then his son Charlie and he are going to do something, too. So that's coming up. But he, and his he goal said this Charlie, year, he said Charlie is a better driver at this point than he was at Charlie's age. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Well, anyway, so so they're, they're going to do that. And then, um, the thing is, he wants to do the majors and a few other selected tournaments. So he's getting to the point, you know, that's kind of what they do. You know, the Jack Nicholson, when he won the Masters, you know, when yeah. he was 44, he was picking his spot, so that's what well, the people have to Chris, do after a while. And Chris, he's also indicated that he may not play much longer because his leg is uh, more is, is more uh, it's a bigger problem than what people realize. Yeah, yeah, that accident really did a number on him. So the Netherlands, as we know, beat the U.S. three to one and knocked the United States out. And so what's going to happen in 2026? Uh, the United States, Canada, and Mexico are hosting the tournament, and always the qualifying country gets in. Qatar got in because they were the host country, but they're going to let all three of them in, and they're 
are expanding the field from 30 uh, from uh, 32 to 48 mm-hmm. and i guess this is a permanent expansion too and you figure you've got like england and wales for example so you know there's places that get in on on tradition and so forth so you it, you know some of the countries are even divided if they have enough uh, soccer prowess so anyway they're going to do that and um, and so all three will get in so we don't have to worry about qualifying remember us had to go through a lot and wasn't able to in 2018 so that's good they, they will be in it so uh, as far as the local sports scene is concerned the patriots were embarrassed on national tv and to lose 24 to 10 doesn't sound embarrassing but the way they lost they couldn't get anything together they couldn't move the ball uh, they, they weren't stopping buffalo really in a meaningful way but you know other teams around them lost on sunday miami the jets and the chargers so that that helped them a little bit the Red Sox are doing nothing. They've had a couple of minor signings, and you know everybody, uh, the the ownership group keeps saying, "Wait for these big moves. We're going to have some big moves." Yeah, there's some there's some big rumors about them, Chris. Big rumors, big rumors. The <laughs> uh, the Bruins had lost their first home game last night, and they lost it to uh, Bruce Cassidy, the coach of Las Vegas, who was their former coach. They're still 23 and one with 41 points, but New Jersey has 41 points. Remember, we also talked about them winning, uh, you know, all those games in a row. So they're right there, and Las Vegas has 39, who's the leader of the West. So so there's some good teams in the NHL this year. And the Celtics extended Al Horford's contract for 2024-25. Now, the Red Sox uh, get a, and I know it's different money and a different status on the team, but, you know, maybe you can ex- extend people if they're a help to your team and a good guy in the locker room and, you know, will do whatever you ask them to, like Al Horford has done for them. Maybe they could do that with Xander. Hmm. Well, anyway, they're now 20-5 and five and they're about to go out west. And one of the teams they're going to meet right away is Phoenix leading the West at 16-8, and eight, and they're going to play Golden State, and that'll be interesting. And then they do the, the hallway with the, the L.A. on Monday and Tuesday next week. So a little West Coast action. So <coughs> And Holy Cross won their game, so they get to go play the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, and that's probably not a good thing to do. That, that, no. that, 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 that is a good team. For, that, yeah. They, yes, they are going to have to play a, probably about a perfect game to beat those guys. Yeah. So that's what's going on here, and uh, we'll turn it over to the host to be named later, Rick Swan. Hello. Let me be one of the first to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Um, I don't know what's going on. We had the Bruins and the Celtics both lose a game each this week. That's, what's going on? We don't lose yeah, games around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Giants with a tie uh, just kind of extends things, I think, because it's, now it's really going to come down to that second Washington game, I think. Unless Seattle loses some games I don't expect them to, which they almost did Sunday. I thought they had no chance of losing to the Rams, and they almost did. That would have been helpful. But, you know, the Giants, they just, they, their, their margin of error is so slim. They can't make any mistakes. They had a, they had a play when they were up 20 to 13, and, and I think Washington missed a field goal, and there's like four minutes left, and the Giants got the ball almost at midfield. They complete a pass down to the 35, and it looks like we're all set to, to go in and get kicked, make it a two-possession you know possession game with at least a field goal, and some offensive lineman gets called for taunting, and that killed that drive. And then, then when Washington tied it up, and there's a minute 45 left, the first play the Giants have, Jones finds Slayton all alone down the middle of the field, about 35 yards down the field. He might have gone all the way, and he dropped the pass. And you just you can't have that stuff. But like I say, it'll, it'll come down to that, that game, that, which has now been moved to a Sunday night game, so that'll be interesting. And okay, what's going on with you, Perry? You know, uh, there was also a play, Rick, in that game in overtime where Jones, one of the offensive linemen, ran yep. into him. And, uh, boy, that, um, to be to put it bluntly, it upset Carl Bay. Thanks. He says that is a cluster, and then he stopped himself. <laughs> but, uh, he yeah. wasn't too pleased with that play either. But uh, along yeah, with the that others, was Jordan too. Yeah. yeah. But we had an interesting week. We had in the Big Twelve title game, we had uh, 
Iowans opposing one another. Uh, Max Duggan, the quarterback for TCU, is from Council Bluffs, oh. Iowa, and he's invited, of course, to the Heisman ceremony, so good for him. And then Chris Kleiman uh, is from Waterloo, Iowa. He's a Waterloo Columbus Catholic uh, alumni. I remember him when he was a high school player. So maybe yep. I'm getting old now. But So he won the Big 12 title, and he gets a New Year's Six Bowl. So good for the Iowans. Um, Iowa gets to play Duke tonight at college basketball. We'll see how that turns out. Um, yep. They're supposed to be pretty good, so we'll find out. But uh, a lot of baseball winner meeting stuff going on and there's a lot of big rumors about the cubs and the red sox to be honest and i don't know that i buy any of them but you know time will tell uh they say they have a lot of money to spend but uh you know the a's made a little move today they signed uh jace peterson from the brewers so we'll see how that turns out josh bell just signed with the guardians we'll get into all that in a little bit but um bill uh, i don't know what to think or say about that Colts game on Sunday night. That it was a good game for what three quarters. Yeah, three quarters. three quarters. It was a good game, twenty-one to nineteen, and of course Dallas scored thirty-four points in the fourth quarter. I've never, ever, ever seen a quarterback upload. You know, the quarterback, the uh, fumbles, interceptions, strip sacks, fumbles. I mean, what else can you do? But what can I say? I'll leave that to the super analyst to talk about that. Um, the only good and positive note is our Pacers are actually doing better than expected, and they won in Golden State last night. Uh, yes, uh, Bill, they played a very good game yesterday. <laughs> and so uh, The Warriors had one of their rare, rare nights off. And, uh, by the way, this had nothing to do with uh, load management, so they just had a bad night. They just, but it was a good game. The other thing is, Perry, I want you to look at your news timeline. I had... Just an FYI to you, just, just a heads I up. I just saw that, yeah. Yeah, just a heads <laughs> up. Um, but um, anyway, so I'll turn it over to Robert, and Robert, you can take it away. Uh, before I take it away, do we have breaking news? That we do not. No, nothing we, that is a, nothing that nothing is a sports, that's sports story, no. related. Oh, okay, but I right. just had okay. to, to. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. Well, um, as I said, my Warriors are starting to play better. Um, my Sharks are going to be my Sharks. It's going to be one of them up and down years. Uh, I don't know a lot about Shea Peterson, so maybe people can Chase, Chase Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I said, Chase. Uh, um, I, I don't know a whole lot about him, so maybe you can educate me when it comes to, when we get to baseball. Um, let me talk a little boxing. Uh, did ha- I, I have to acknowledge this, just, or I wouldn't be doing my, my job properly. We did have a heavyweight title fight this weekend. Tyson Fury uh, uh, kept his title. He, uh, he KO'd uh, another British fighter by the name of Derek Chisora. The fight wasn't even close. Uh, this was basically a stay-busy fight. Uh, sometime in the spring, March, April, somewhere around there, maybe May, um, we'll, we'll finally get a unification fight, hopefully, between Tyson Fury and uh, Alexander Usyk. Robert, why do you have boxing going? News, Remember, yeah. too, we did have a death in the world of boxing today. Referee Mills Lane, and I even remember oh, that name, died yeah, at the age of 85. He had a court show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, well, that's because he was a district attorney in the state of Nevada, and then he, uh, after, he, after he resigned as DA or his term was up, he uh, was appointed a judge in Reno, 
and he had a severe stroke, but he he was the referee that everybody will remember. That's correct. Uh, that that referee, the Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson ear biting. Oh yeah. Oh, among, yeah. Among, among many many others. Among oh. um, now he's a very good referee, and one thing I will never understand about that he had the authority to arrest Mike Tyson because of his legal status, but for whatever reason he decided not to. And, uh, nobody ever found out why he chose not to do that, which he very easily could have. But a uh, very fine referee, and he had a, a major stroke several years ago, and, uh, and so uh, now he's no longer suffering, and that's good for him. Let's turn it over to Sean. Let's do things more positive. Real quick, yeah, breaking news. Baker Mayfield was claimed off of waivers this afternoon by the Los Angeles Rams, so he should be in time to play on Thursday. Going to Los Angeles to play meaningful games. Yeah. Oh, and uh, that that means he very easily could be the starting quarterback on Thursday. That's right. (laughs) Well, and he he did ask for his release, by the way. Yeah, when he got waived. Yeah, but all right. All right. Well, first of all, uh, I'm just I'm just very happy for Baker. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we got a like I said, we got Iowa Duke, but before that, you got Illinois Texas. It's the Jimmy V Classic, and between the games, they always play Jimmy V's speech. If you want to, and go if watch you've that. never if you've never heard, sorry to interrupt, Sean, but if you have never heard that, guys, make sure to listen to it because yeah. it, it is yeah. really good. If you've never heard it, listen to it. And you know, Texas Texas number two in the country. First time two teams from the state of Texas have ever been ranked one and two with Houston and Texas the last couple weeks. And last week was the first time Houston's been ranked number one since the five slam Gemma days. But anyway, uh, if you want to comment anytime throughout the week, if you're listening on the podcast, you can listen live at 4 p.m. Eastern, legendoldies.com. But uh, go ahead and send us a message, uh, sports lounge at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595, option two, or seven seven. Seven three five seven two seven seven one five. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, let us know what do you want to hear more of. What do you want to hear less of? We're okay, but I know one thing you want to hear more of is the NFL. So let's get right to it. Yes. Well, I, w- I have to admit that I was out of uh, the loop for a while on Sunday, and uh, people need to talk more about the games on the Sunday, especially the early part. Well, most of the Sunday day games. But I was around for the wonderful Patriots game on Thursday night when <laughs> Buffalo beat them 24 to 10. And, you know, the only offense they got was from their special team star, you know, uh, Marcus Jones from two weeks ago, you know, who caught a touchdown pass. This is showing that the NFL is all about matchup because they went in and they ran all over all over the place against Minnesota because Minnesota's pass defense is not good. Mac Jones had a good game and you know they're right in it with the Vikings, but then they met a real football team and Buffalo shut them down. And they they were somebody was saying today on uh, the Sports Hub they were playing like they they were well let's let's uh, just play conservative and hope Josh Allen has a bad game and gives us a turnover or two and maybe we can win the game. They weren't playing to win the game and uh, no that, they were playing know, not to lose is yeah. what it looked like to me. And they yeah. kicked it away like with 12 minutes to go and fourth down on their own 45 or something like that you know and, and you're down by uh, 24 to 7 uh, you know uh, you, you raise the white as Scott Zolak said right then well they raised the white flag now so that and, was it uh, and I was watching the telecast Chris on Amazon Prime and uh, Al Michaels and uh, Herb Street were very excited well we're finally going to have a good game well uh, <laughs> when, it was, when it was obvious it wasn't going to be a good game there were both of them were like well here we go again you know, it's like you know, one of those deals. Yeah, it just seemed like Buffalo was toying with them. It was, it was. And how many players, Chris, do the Patriots have with the last name Jones? Oh, they got three. tons of them. So at least yeah. four of them, right?
right? So I guess yeah, it's they, showing us not it's not yeah, that hard yeah, to keep up with the, the Joneses. Jack, huh? John John Jones and Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Me and Crazy. Jones. Yeah. And, and Mac, of course. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Daniel, Daniel's probably coming here next year. <laughs> anyway, all right. The, the Steelers beat Atlanta, uh, you know, what was it, 19 to 16? 19 to 16, I mean, uh, the little I heard of it, Atlanta was kind of, you know, they weren't uh, doing much. They weren't scoring. It sounds like not much happened in that game. No. It was a whole home game. No, uh, yeah. Neither team did a whole hell of a lot, to be honest. Mostly field goals. Yeah. 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 28-19, uh, Green Bay came from behind to beat Chicago because I know I was listening to that on the way to where I was going, and, and uh, they were Bears were up, I think, 10 to nothing, weren't they? They had a yeah, they they had were up 16 to 3. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Wow. So, and uh, did Aaron Rodgers, have Aaron a good... Rodgers, he still owns the Bears. If, if yeah. no other yeah. team, yeah. he still owns them. Aaron did he have a good game, or did he? They just uh, yeah. So, so he, I, I think he threw. So, so. I think he threw for like two twenty. Had one touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers played thirty games against the Chicago Bears. His career yeah. record is now twenty five yeah. and five. Wow. Their, their rookie rookie receiver, Kristen John uh, Watson, is yeah. going crazy. He got two more touchdowns. It's like eight touchdowns in the last four games. Hmm. Okay, well, Detroit uh, had no trouble scoring as they killed Jacksonville 40 to 14. Well, the Lions, you know, they're, well, they're probably going to finish second in that division, and uh, they're having a decent year for, you know, they the are. talent they have. Yeah. You yep. know? Yeah. Their defense play, is playing better. And they're going to play Minnesota this week. So. Yeah. And, yeah. Minnesota, and if Minnesota wins that, they'll win the division. Yeah, that's right. And Minnesota beat the Jets 27 22. It looked like the Jets, I, that we, it was on, I couldn't really hear it, but it looked like the Jets uh, had chances down near the end and uh, threw a couple of interceptions yeah. or whatever. Well, it was up 20 yeah. to 3 at one time. Yeah, and they were, and they were up 27-15, and the Jets come down, got a touchdown, and they came down again, and yeah. Barrios actually dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone on fourth down, and then the Jets had like 500 yards of offense. Um, the, the rookie there, I mean, like the quarterback, White, he threw for like 370. Vikings only had like maybe 200 yards of offense. But yeah. it, what the Vikings have been doing all year, they, they, they stop teams in the red zone and they get turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not a quarterback guru or expert by any means, but I firmly believe if the New York Jets give Mike White a good team, Mike White should be your quarterback, not Zach Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some dumb team that will take Zach Wilson. And teams out there like Houston that don't have draft choices, they're going, there's a lot of teams that don't have draft choices that are going to need quarterbacks. Oh, Houston has draft choices. Do they? Yeah, yeah, because they they got the um you know the um what's they his name out the Deshaun I mean Deshaun Watson trade. Yeah, okay, they've, yeah. they've got draft choices. Yeah. But some I did, people... hold on, hold on, guys. Dick, I see your hand, and we'll get you right after the score here. Maybe after the score. Yeah, yep. it, it, well, one team that does Denver. You know, if they're going to get rid of Russell Wilson, no, they they don't have yeah they don't have anything because they trade no. them all together. And the Rams and the Rams don't. The Rams. So anything else that anybody wants to say? Rick has kind of talked about the Giants and the, Red, uh, and nope. the Commanders, but anything nope. else on that game? It sounds like no, it's really. interesting. It's something yeah. else. Yeah. How, so you were talking about the Giants' mistakes. Were the Commanders uh, matching a mistake for mistake, or were they playing a pretty good game? No, um, they weren't playing that great. I mean, and again, the Giants, well, Washington got off to a 10 nothing lead, which yeah. Giants have a trouble getting back from yeah. behind 10 points, but they had it tied by halftime. And the big play in the game was when, when Washington was down by seven, and they went for a fourth and four on the, like their own 45. And the Giants had to rush in, and they chased him, and he's rolling out. And finally, he looked like he just threw it up, but it ended up being like a 21-yard completion to 
Curtis Samuel, and that led to the game-tying touchdown. Okay. Philadelphia beat uh, Tennessee 35-10. to 10. Tennessee, and Rick and I were talking about this Sunday morning, Tennessee is winning the games they're supposed to win, and they're losing the games they're supposed to lose, and really maybe even an extra one in that Cincinnati game at home. You maybe would figure they'd win that. Apparently their, they fu- their owner apparently didn't think they were winning what right. they're supposed to win after firing their GM this morning. Right. John uh, yeah. Robinson well, gone. The, the, problem, the, the problem with that, uh, Perry, is uh, Philadelphia beat them on Sunday, and of course, the Titans traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles, and uh-huh. he thoroughly embarrassed the Titans in Tennessee in front of the ownership. That's what cost Robinson his job, I have a feeling. Yeah, you know, I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, there you go. I was wondering why that happened because it's a funny time to fire somebody. <laughs> now, here was an offensive uh, uh, thing. The uh, the Orioles beat the Rocky 10-9. to Oh, I'm sorry. It was the <laughs> Ravens beat the uh, Broncos 10-9. to Now, this was a go. This is Denver, boy. I mean, you know, okay, all I heard was Lamar Jackson got hurt. And so you say, okay, Huntley's coming in. You know, he's not that great. You know, Denver's got a chance to win the game. And uh, they did not win the game. So And now, and now Lamar like and now Lamar uh, is going to be out Jackson. for one to three. Yeah. Jackson is going to be out yeah. one to three weeks. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with a sprained MCL or something. PCL. Yeah. PCL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I heard a stat that some like if, if the Denver offense had just averaged like eighteen points a game uh-huh. this year, they'd be like ten and three. Oh yeah. And that that okay. defense is quite great. great. <laughs> Okay, so um, so Tyler Huntley's, Huntley's in there, and they didn't do – see, the, Huntley wasn't terrible last year, but they didn't win any no. games. Remember, they lost like six or in a row or something at the end of the year. No, but they were, seemed, but they were like off. They were losing like 35-31 and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was doing okay, but this time yeah. – Oh, well, he's going against one of the best defenses. The Jets and the Broncos have two of the best defenses that the uh, Jets may make the playoffs, but the Broncos aren't going to. Uh, the 49ers have the best defense football, Chris. Yeah, well, that could come in handy later. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, now speaking of quarterback, we had Deshaun Watson return to the – booze of the Houston faithful, and uh, Browns won 27-14, but from what the little I heard about it, it didn't sound like Watson did a whole lot of uh, it, contribute. It was all, no, he did. it was defensive, no. it was def- a lot of defensive scores, and special teams, and Watson looked like a quarterback that hadn't played in two years. And, yeah. Houston and, you, and you know, for all the booze that he got, apparently... He got some cheers. He got there some cheers, cheers and from what they were saying on the radio broadcast for the Texans, uh, a lot of fans were were certainly standing over there before the game wanting pictures and autographs with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. Yep. 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 Seattle beat the poor Rams 27-23. It's the first time that a Super Bowl champion the next year has lost six games in a row. But, of course, they aren't the Rams anymore. They're the expansion. Yeah. They, they were playing the Chris Rams. a lot. They were playing Chris a lot better in that game until Wolford got hurt in the, in the early yeah. third quarter. Yeah. So then they brought Perkins back in again? That's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And now okay. they and now they have Bayfield. Now here comes Mayfield. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Mayfield's gonna play this week. He doesn't know any plays. No, but, uh, probably next week. week. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco beat Miami 33-17, and this is where um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, so then we, and now we have a, an, a, a broken foot, and now we have yep. Brock Purdy. What can you tell us, Perry, about Brock Purdy? You know, he was a very <laughs> he was a very good he was a very good college quarterback. Uh, for Iowa State, I think you would agree with that, Sean. He was a pretty good Big 12 quarterback. He was drafted. He was Mr. Irrelevant, though, yep. in the draft. And he, he's now historical because he has the first <laughs> pa- touchdown pass by a Mr. Irrelevant ever. And uh, the 49ers, uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, I, I heard his press conference yesterday. They absolutely love the kid. They do. They have, they have no plans on bringing in you know any major quarterback. They think they, they can win with him. Signed you know. Josh Johnson today as a backup. 
Yeah. 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 But, uh, well, you know, and the thing is, they've got so many weapons. If he can just manage the game and, you know, And, and that's what do... he does. I think you would agree, Sean. That's what he has always done. He manages the game. He, yeah. Oh, he, he knows how to manage the game. He was considered for the Heisman when he was in college. He was Big 12 Player of the Year a couple, uh, at least once. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, he knows how to manage the game. And uh, I was listening to Greg Papa and uh, Tim Ryan, and they said exactly what you said, Robert. He said They said the owners, lo- the owners, the, the coaches, and all – they love it. Yeah. So they're, they're, they have every faith in the world that he'll play just fine well, the rest of the I, year. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you remember, Perry, but during training camp, they brought in Nate Sutfeld, who was the backup for Philadelphia last year. Yeah. And uh, Brock Purdy did so well during the preseason, they got rid of Nate Sutfeld. Mm-hmm. They had no issue with him being the backup or third string or, nope. or in this case, a starter. They uh, Kyle Shanahan said during uh, during the preseason training camp he was the best quarterback on the field. And I, Bill, Bill, you know, hold on, I guys. Bill, if you could, hold on, guys, real quick. Bill, if yeah. you could look, it says Pierre is joining, but he's just kind of stuck out there. So if you can look, I will <laughs> look. See what the issue is going. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Rick. I think okay. you're fine. Uh, well, I'm just going to say for for a rookie quarterback, it, you know, to have a guy like Christian McCaffrey to check down to is a beautiful thing. Yep, oh, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. And Samuels, and then there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of help there. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati beat Kansas City 27-24. Cincinnati's got quite well. They've won three in the calendar year, and there was a yeah. discussion yesterday on our group about whether that happened. It used to happen all the time because what would happen when we started to get the wild card? You'd have three games against your division foes sometimes. I think the Patriots beat Miami in uh, one season. Anyway, it's been done within a season three times, you know, 14 times, uh, David looked up and found the teams have done it during the season. But this is not going to be in the same season. But still, they've really got the number of Kansas City here. And they've all been three-point wins. Yeah, and they also, I guess, have won. uh, Cincinnati's beaten them since way back. You know, they haven't played all the time because the way the schedule used to work. Yeah, back to 86, because in those days, until 2002, now you're definitely going to come into somebody's park in the conference every six years. But yeah. in those days, they're, they're spread wide apart. So there weren't a lot of games, but they've beaten them in maybe seven in a row in Cincinnati, something like that. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers. That's always a good thing, huh, Robert? 27-20? Uh, I, I'm telling you, uh, I am uh, uh, I am more optimistic than I have been because the, the real team is, is uh, you know finally starting to show itself. It might be too little too late, but with our upcoming schedule – um, you know, and I know Patriots fans are going to disagree with me, but uh, with our upcoming schedule, we have the Rams, Patriots, uh, 49ers, uh, uh, you know, uh, and the last game is, the, oh, and the Steelers, and the, the last game of the year is the Chiefs. I think, you know, if we play our cards right and we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to win four out of those five, and nine wins is not going to get the AFC no. playoffs, but no. that would be a hell of a lot better than what the year was. Well, the Browns and the Steelers and the Raiders are in the same spot. They're behind, you know, the, the Patriots yeah. and uh, Chargers yeah. are just out, but they're, they've got already got six wins. Right. They've got five, but they all are have, you know, they, the Browns got Watson back, the Steelers are playing better, the Raiders are playing better. Right. So they've all got games that they're considering meaningful games. I mean, looking at that game Thursday night, you say, oh, Raiders and Rams, yuck. But, you know, for the Raiders fans, it's it's a playoff game. So, you know. And, yep. and remember, it's going to be another home game, basically, for the Raiders because the Raiders fans are going to overtake SoFi Stadium. So, mm-hmm. like they always do. Yeah. So, you know. 
And then, well, we thought the Patriots were embarrassed on national television on Thursday night, and they really were. But the Colts really got embarrassed by losing 54 to 19. First 54 to 19 score we've ever had in the NFL. Kind of a yeah, score Nami. Yeah, score Nami. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, score Nami. And 34 points, 33 points for the Cowboys in the fourth quarter, which is second to the uh, mighty Lions of 2007, who got 34 against the Bears. I'm sure Dick wants to talk about that when he gets on. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's like amazing. I mean, anything that could go wrong did go wrong. I went to sleep. Uh, I went upstairs when it was like 40 to 19. Or I don't know. It was something like yeah, that. Yeah, I gave up on it after yeah. the third touchdown. Then, uh, 54. Well, that, that was good for me for my fantasy team. But either way, it's just mm. embarrassing. I don't know. What can you say, Bill? There's not you, much you can say. There's, <laughs> no. I mean, when he you're bad, you're bad. Anymore. I mean, you know there's going to have to be a total over rehaul. You talk about yeah. general managers getting fired. I know John Robinson got it today, but Chris Ballard probably will not be far behind. And he if, fired the owner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, ima- I imagine Chris Ballard will be a part of Black Monday this year. Yep. Uh, yeah, if he even yep. makes it, yeah, yeah, I, I imagine he will be. But it, I mean, get Pierre back in again. There, I got him. Okay, and uh, the last game, of course, Tampa Bay beat New Orleans 17-16. Brady with his 44th fourth quarter or overtime comeback, and he's uh, he's got the record now past Manning. And uh, the latest he's ever scored with three seconds to go to win, and I think they were behind. I think they started scoring with uh, 2.57 to go, something like that. Yep. And the thing is, this has gotten the Yahoos going here. Again, I heard, you know, they played highlights of it on BZ. I mean, oh, man. And then because they go, what BZ does, does a lot of times is they go by what's trending on Twitter in the area. And people, Brady, 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 Brady. And, you know, people who stayed up, you know, and, and they were horrible for 57 minutes. Yes, they, they were. They were horrendous. I was going to bring up the topic, who's worse this year, Russell Wilson, Brady, or Rodgers? Who, last year, we might have said, who are the best? Russell Wilson, Brady, and Rodgers. But Brady did pull it out. He did it against the Rams. Again, not great team. But they've got themselves a little bit of a cushion now. You know, yeah, and here's, well, the pro- right. here's the problem, though. The Saints had two chances. Then they should have yep. won that game twice. They had one play where uh, the guy was going down the sideline, nobody around him and would have had a first down with ease and he stepped out of bounds. Yeah. And then on the next drive, Tampa was using their timeouts and he and uh, Dalton threw a pass down the field to uh, Taysom Hill and he just out and out dropped it. It was right in his hands. So they should have won the game twice. Yeah. Yep. All right. How about Taysom Richard out there? Is he uh, available? Let's get Dick in here. Dick, how you doing? Come on and unmute. Hello, everybody. Hey, Dick. Hey, Dick. Hey. I'll bet and you want Chris... to talk about the Bears. Oh, that was sad. But we <laughs> and, and Chris, shut up. <laughs> um, no, the, the Bears are. Uh, hey, hey, we are rebuilding. So, what are you going to do? Um, we we got we may have the second pick in the draft. That's I good. hope they can find a good pass rusher. That's what we need. Oh, yeah. You know, Rogers was only on the ground once the whole game. And that, that was that. Hey, Dick, okay, hey, you, had, you had a good pass rusher. His name was Robert Quinn, and you guys traded him away. Yeah, well, yeah, it's part of the rebuilding. We need draft choices. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't complain about that. And same with Mac too. But yeah, uh, uh, Quinn wasn't doing that much. I don't know what I wonder what he's doing now. Now he's, uh, he's doing okay in L.A. Believe me, yeah. uh, I've seen him twice a year now. He's doing fine. <laughs> okay, a um, couple other things, real quickly. Um, um, uh, the best quarterbacks, uh, the best of the worst there. I'll take um, Brady, then Rodgers, then Wilson. Wilson's really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, Brady and Rodgers haven't been good, but, yeah. but Wilson's been terrible. Yeah. Oh, he has been bad. 
that. Oh my God! I, boy, and Denver gave up a lot to get him too. Yeah. Um, another thing too, uh, for the the Compass uh, Network games, yeah. there's a little station out of, out of Hammond, Indiana, WJLB. And if the Boilermakers aren't playing basketball, you can hear both games on your okay. okay. Yeah, I was listening to some Compass because I was in, a, in, you know, traveling, and I, I was listening to a little Compass in USA because we had sports have had one, and the, we had the Bears game, and we had the uh, what was the other game we had uh, the uh, uh, Eagles game, the Tennessee game. There, those were the two games they gave me. So I was trying to listen to them, and and then I was trying to get scores from BetQL, but they were just talking about point spreads, and you know, what did you think of that Buffalo Patriots? Game? That's over. Give me the scores. I don't care about that anymore. Um, that's what the, that's what, what they talk about though. Is the point spreads going, right. Dick? Yeah, uh, WWL did not live stream the game that night. I was kind of surprised. Huh. Okay. That's yeah, that's cool. they normally do. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, the, well, they haven't been with the, with their New Orleans this year with the, as as an Orleans flagship. They weren't running Westwood One. They were running their their New Orleans broadcast of it. So they haven't been this year. No, but he means he, they didn't have the Saints broadcast on last night. Is what he's saying. No, no, that's what I'm saying. This year they have not been doing it like normal. They they haven't okay. been. I've heard it much. sometimes, really, yeah. but I'm really, not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard they, it. Yeah, they're they're uh, Deuce McAllister. I, I don't know the guy. He's a play-by-play guy. I forget uh, his name. Uh, yeah, uh, but um, oh, one last thing for um, Perry. I understand that you're going to get a decent quarterback, uh, the backup for McCarthy in Michigan, who was in there last year. That's right, Iowa. I bet they wish he could play in the bowl game because right now one quarterback's in the portal and the other one's hurt. <laughs> so there you got to suit up, guy. Get out there and get out there. Put a helmet and pants yeah. on. And get out there. <laughs> there you okay, go. Dick. Good job, Dick. Uh, okay, Bob, uh, come on in, Bob. Uh, Bob in Michigan. Yes, Bob. Right there. Uh, there you are. Uh, oh, could you speak up a little, Bob? Uh, there we go. There you go. BBC Five did not uh, do the game. Are there any other radio platforms? Okay, Wait, what, hold on. Hold on. Which game, Bob? The soccer game. The, the U.S. soccer game. Okay, no, I don't know what happened on Saturday, guys. Uh, uh, BBC Five did not do the game, and of course, you couldn't get it on either one of the talk boards. You had to go because we were involved. You had to go to the uh, Fox Sports Radio, which was you know TV broadcast eighty-three on um, Sirius XM, but it was a TV broadcast. So, uh, sorry, guys, you were and tune it and t- now tune it live had it on the premium yeah. side. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, they did. So, yeah. well, hopefully we, uh, you know, we do better uh, next year, a little home cooking, four, four years from now. Yeah, well, hopefully we, uh, four years from now, we'll actually have a radio broadcast stuff. That would be nice. Okay. All right. We can go on to the standings now? Yes. Ready for that? Yep. All right. In the AFC East, Buffalo is 9-3, and three, Miami 8-4. and four. Jets are seven and five. Patriots six and six. Finally, everybody, somebody in that division has their own spot. Everybody's been tied all year, one somebody or another. AFC North, <clears throat> Baltimore eight and four. Cincinnati eight and four. But Cincinnati looking good, and Baltimore with, without Jackson for a little while. We'll see. Cleveland five and seven. Pittsburgh five and seven. AFC South, Tennessee seven and five. They're still going to win the division, whether they fire the general manager or not. Jacksonville four and eight. Colts four eight and one and Houston one ten and one AFC West Kansas City nine and three Chargers six and six the Raiders five and seven and the Broncos three and nine NFC East Philadelphia eleven and one Dallas nine and three the Giants are seven four and one Washington is seven five and one uh, and then in the uh, North Minnesota will win that division they're ten and two Detroit five and seven Green Bay five and eight. And the Bears are three and ten. Of course, they get our last buys are coming up. We'll talk about that with the schedule coming up in a minute. NFC South, we have Tampa Bay again with a little bit of control. You know, this is hey, six six wins could win this division. No, that's not that bad, but almost. <laughs> Tampa Bay six and six, and, and yeah, and people were saying, hey, the Patriots and Tampa Bay have the 
same record. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay six and six, Atlanta five and eight, Carolina four and eight, and the Saints are four and nine. And in the West, we have San Francisco with eight and four, Seattle seven and five, Arizona four and eight, and the Rams three and nine. In our little contest, we have me with one fifty-two, Rick with one thirty-eight, Pierre one thirty-six, Perry one thirty-five, Robert one thirty-two. USF and uh, Sean have 127. Al in Cleveland has 119, as does Jerry. Uh, King Dale has 113. Jamal has 113. So we got a bunch of ties. And Laurie has 107. And I got the seeds here. I, but I know you the can answer. make up a lot of points in the playoffs. That's right. You mm-hmm. can. And in the seeds, uh, what I've got is Buffalo number one in the AFC, Kansas City two, Baltimore three, Tennessee four. So Buffalo went from like sixth or fifth or wherever they were. They weren't in first place, but they were, yeah. I think, sixth. At least a couple of weeks ago they were. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee uh, was fourth. Miami, five. Cincinnati, six. The Jets, seven. So they would get into the playoffs. And the Char- Patriots and Chargers would just miss by a game. And then right behind them, as we were talking about, are the Browns, uh, Steelers, and Raiders. So there's still... Did you, say, did you say Miami was ahead of Cincinnati? Uh Yes, because they beat them. Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, Cincinnati, Cincinnati beat, beat Miami. Miami. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wrote it down wrong. No, you're right. Yeah. Cincinnati beat Miami. Yeah, that was that game when uh, two got hurt right. again. Yeah. yeah. And the Jets, uh, seven. And then we have the Patriots, Chargers, and uh, the Raiders, Browns, and Steelers. In uh, the NFC, not as many teams contending, which is traditional in the NFC. Yeah. Philadelphia, number one. Vikings, number two. San Francisco, three. Tampa Bay, four. Dallas, five. The Giants are six. I don't know between Washington and Seattle what happens with that tie. And it won't matter soon because Seattle will be playing another game and so forth. Yeah. But, you know. Um, but, you know, on, just one thing on the standings there, that NFC East is ridiculous. They're, they're now 21 games over five. 500. Wow. And and I was I was just figuring it out the other day. When you take out the, the games that are within the division where you're going to get one win and one loss, you mm-hmm. take those out, and this year the the NFC East is 28-7. and seven. Yeah, this is what he does. And, you know, it's good that he retired because now he can he can do these things, you know. <laughs> oh, no, I did this at work, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He worked really hard. It was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get to the schedule, uh, Jerry, yeah. come on in. Okay, I can help the gentleman who wanted to know about uh, uh, the, the World Cup. Well, I can tell you, um, Talk Sport is carrying it, because I listened to it today. Um, so the, the Talk Sport, we've been getting that. Now, what they do is, now, like at halftime, uh, they go silent for about five minutes, and then they come back on. But you want to get Talk Sport. Okay. Okay. Broadcasting it. So good, go. good job. Thank you, Jerry. All right. So on Thursday night, we have the Raiders at the Rams, uh, 8.15 p.m. on uh, Prime Video. And, and uh, Al and them will, will be able to try to, you know, say about, talk about the Raiders' chances. And so they'll, they'll try to make something out of it anyway. On Sunday, we have the Jets at Buffalo, 1 p.m. on, and these times, of course, are all Eastern, and that's on CBS. Cleveland at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. Houston at Dallas, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. Jacksonville at Tennessee, 1 p.m. on CBS. Philadelphia at the Giants, 1 p.m. on Fox. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, 1 p.m. on CBS. Miami at the Chargers. That has been moved to a Sunday night game. It originally was 4.05. It's going to be 8.20 on um, NBC. So that's what you get for your Sunday night game now. Tampa Bay at San Francisco, 4.25 on Fox. Carolina at Seattle, 4.25 on Fox. We have Kansas City at Denver, which would have been your Sunday night game. That's going to be, I assume, a 405 game on CBS. Yeah, it is. That's it correct. Is. It is. Right. Yep. And then the Monday night game will be the Patriots at Arizona, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN. Oh, I suppose God. 
Well, I, you know, the Patriots again, they'll they'll say they're somewhat of a contender, and you know, and uh, the thing is, but Arizona, they, uh, no, the Patriots. So no, I said, what, but Arizona, but Arizona, yeah, Arizona. Well, it's the same as the Raiders and the Rams. It's, it's what you what you got, and you got to yeah. say, okay, the Patriots, if they do this, they can move to the seat or that. And that's what they'll try to do. And uh, and the, I uh, think I had heard though, next start is it next year? Maybe starting that when we get yeah. into this, that ESPN could have the the right to flex yes, something. Yes, they can. Next year they you know. can. Yeah. Yep. And the buys, we get we get them done in a big bunch. Uh, we have another <laughs> buy Mageddon here for fantasy owners: Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indianapolis. New Orleans and Washington. So those are the last buys, and then we won't have to worry about that anymore. They'll, pro- they'll probably week. like nobody cares if the Colts have a buy or not. No, the buy is <laughs> favored. Buy for the next three weeks. The buy is favored. So. <laughs> 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 will they lose on the bye week? Will they find a way to lose on the bye? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, we've already talked about Cincinnati beating uh, the the, the uh, Chiefs the way they've been doing. Uh, let's see, we've got. Uh, and uh, we've covered a lot of these notes uh, in our little uh, yeah. you know, the things with the with the fourth quarter with Dallas, and I'm just making sure we're not missing anything. Mayfield, we just already found out he's yeah. going to the Rams. Uh, John Hale died though. Oh uh, yeah, quarterback from uh, the Chargers and University of Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born uh, October, uh, February 15, 1940. Died November 30th of this year. 82 years old. Went to Kansas. Then we with the Chargers, 62 to 72. Rams 73-74. Green Bay 74 and five. Houston 76 and 77. He had 244 touchdowns, but 268 interceptions. I didn't remember him being such a wow. turnover machine. Wow. He won the AFL championship in 63 with the with the uh with the chargers although i don't know that he was the starter i think tobin wrote was still there at that point and uh, he's in the chargers hall of fame and 21 his number 21 is retired in kansas with uh dl sayers and ray evans and uh he's in the college football hall of fame and uh he had 16 rushing touchdowns too by the way and he was the passing leader in 71 with the rams and uh, yards and touchdowns so that was the story on uh, john hadel so we lost another uh, early afl or he's not an original yeah. An early one. So, anyway, any more NFL before we go to well, put on our I just want, gowns here? Yeah. I just wanted to touch on one thing that's happening in the league more and more now, and I think Peter King talked about it this morning. I think they're going to try to outlaw it next year. Which I wish they did. I, don't, I do. I just don't like it. It's this new quarterback sneak thing when the, you only need like a half a yard, and they're putting players oh, now behind yeah. the quarterback. And when the quarterback goes to sneak, they have players push the quarterback, and it looks like a rugby scrum. And some quarterbacks going to end up getting hurt because of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also. Yeah, I've also heard Several Rick, people complain about it. Also, yeah. Rick, another note uh, that came across this earlier. The uh, NFL is warning teams about faking injuries, you know, to, to stop the <laughs> clock and things like that. They're saying that if you if you do that and you're found to have done it, they can uh, you can either forfeit game or you could lose game. Yep. Yeah, there was an incident. I think it was the, one of the Chiefs against Cincinnati this weekend. Romo and and uh, Nance were talking about, you know, when he went down, then they, when we when he left the field, he looked pretty good. And they said, don't you at least yeah. have to limp when you're on your way out or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And OBJ's hanging out in Dallas, by the way, today. In case yeah, really yeah, that came across. But, uh, the, good, the good job, Sean. That came across <laughs> before the show, too. He's hanging out in Dallas, but Dallas is worried because apparently it's been revealed now that he, his health is not going to allow him to play until mid-January. Well, he almost wouldn't be of any use by that time. No. Nope. Right. 
Nope. All right, so now we went on to Championship Friday and Saturday in college football, so the scoreboard will be a little, little bit shorter, but uh, they were meaningful games, and everybody got their conference championships and maybe enhanced their bowl positioning. So the first one was a USA, a Conference USA, UTSA beat North Texas 48-27, to 27, and uh, it was a pretty lively crowd. I was listening to some of that game, yeah. and, uh, you know, lively crowd at the Alamo. Uh, oh, folks in San Antonio showed up for them. They show up for those UTSA games. They do. Mm-hmm. Utah, the big uh, surprise of the weekend, I think. Utah beat USC forty-seven to twenty-four to win the Pac-12 uh, championship. Yep. It was seventeen to three at one USC at one point. Then Utah came, tied it up at halftime, and then Utah took over. Remember, we were all this out together. Utah was yeah. uh, the second half. Utah just took over. And well, yeah. Chris, I, I don't know if I would call that much of a surprise because both of USC's losses here were to Utah. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, they beat them once, but you, you figure again, you know, the law of averages oh. and uh, all that. So, and there, there would, you oh. know, the the people of Utah are too uh, above board to go to Las Vegas. So you would figure there'd be more. Oh, no, that, that stadium was full of Utah. Oh yeah, it, they showed up for <laughs> this one. They showed yeah, up. They were there. Okay. They were there. A really, a really good game was Kansas State and TCU, 31-28 uh, in overtime. Eight. And this, the thing about this game was really, first of all, this Duggan, uh, uh, what's his first name? Max, uh, Max Duggan. Max, Max, Duggan. Max Duggan. He really engineered a drive at the end. They were behind 28 to 20, and he must have run about 60, 70 yards on that well, drive. And see, that's the thing. TCU, they're a second-half team. They have they start slow, second-half team, and that, you know, and then that affected them. It caught up with them because they beat Kansas State already. And then, like I said, law of averages, Kansas State came back and beat them. But see, the other and, thing and they you know, another do, thing that they didn't do, they had first and goal, like, in the right. overtime. Time. I think it was like on the one yard line. Yep. And they they, did. they went for it on fourth down. Had they kicked yep. that field goal, that game would have continued on to the second overtime. That's right. Yep. So luckily it didn't cost them, but uh, it could have. And, you know, but the argument would have been if you kept them out, well, if you can't make four, one yard in four plays, you know, that's what, true. what's going on. Yep. So there you go. But they they managed to stay in there. But uh, Chris, Kleiman, Chris Kleiman is a defensive guy. So, I mean, that's, yeah. his, that's his specialty as a defensive coach. So he his defense clearly came through for him. Mm-hmm. Toledo beat Ohio 17-7 to to win the MAC. Uh, the Mountain uh, West was Fresno State over Boise State yet Boise, uh, 28 to 17. Uh, the America uh, Conference, uh, t- uh, Tulane beat UCF 45 to 28, and I listened to some of that. They were pretty much in control. Georgia was definitely in control against LSU, yeah, 50 to 30. It wasn't even this close. No, no. First quarter was decent, but that was about it. Clemson uh, pulled away from North Carolina, 39 to 10. And, and this happened. They pulled DJU and freshman Cabe Klubnik uh, from Westlake High School. Awesome. That name sounds familiar. A few, uh, and we'll talk about quarterback. Mr. You in a minute. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute. But yeah, he but he's transferring. But yeah, Cape Klubnik came in and just dominated and took over. Then we had Michigan beat Purdue 43-22. They were a little nervous there. I mean, it was close for the first half. I, but they I don't know away. how much of that. Hold on. I don't know, Bill, how much of that you listened to. I thought Purdue... If they could have played a second half, that would have been right, a really David, good game. Right, well, David. The Colts could say the same thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, two quarters. Well, some of your Indiana football teams there, Bill. Right. I don't know. But the first half, they, they came back. They looked pretty good. But Michigan scored those two quick touchdowns in the third quarter, and that was that was it. Yeah. Boom. Gone. Okay. So people had were wondering what was going to happen because you had USC, uh, really, if they'd won, they would have been uh, the fourth team. They lost. They said, are they going to knock TCU out? But you look at it and you say, okay, you got Georgia and Michigan are undefeated. you got TCU with one loss. 
and Ohio State with one loss. So you know everybody else has two or more. So let's put teams in with the none and one loss. And but they they shuffled the seedings a little bit and they left TCU where they were because they don't like. And a lot of the people don't remember from year to year. I was listening, going by talk shows and say, oh yeah, we'll have a Michigan Ohio State rematch in the first, in that round no. in the first round. No, they don't do that. In basketball, they do. They don't do that in football. They they never have those conference teams play at that point. So I knew TCU if they got in would stay at three and they'll be playing Michigan. So I'll run down those balls in a minute. But we got Georgia. Hold on, Chris, Michigan, just, just so that I get this yep. in, so that I wouldn't okay. forget it when we get to baseball. Yep. Uh, the yep. Rangers and pitcher, pitcher Andrew Heaney have agreed to a two-year, $25 million deal. Okay. So Georgia, Michigan is number two, TCU three, Ohio State four, Alabama and Tennessee five and six. And they had to do this because you can't yeah. be saying, well, a two-loss team is better than a one-loss team just because you're in a different conference. That, that gets pretty messy. Yeah. So then Boy, Nick, said, Nick Saban, though, he was making his rounds trying to get in. Oh, he was. Oh, I'm he sure was. he was. And, you know, for Nick. somebody, and Nick Saban, remember, he hates gambling and point spread. But did you notice every interview he did on Saturday night, he was quoting those point spreads. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> okay. On So for the New Year's Six Balls on the 30th of January, which is what, Friday night on, at 8 p.m.? 30th of December. Uh, 30th of December, yeah. The Orange Bowl, it's Tennessee at Clemson. Uh, then on the 31st. Really is an orange bowl, by the way. Yes. Really is an orange bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, yeah, because they're all, they're all orange, aren't they? Tennessee okay. and yeah. Uh, orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 31st on the, at Saturday uh, afternoon early, we have the Sugar Bowl with Kansas State and Alabama. And Kansas State will give them a fight. And at the um, same at the same time, it's not a New Year's Six, but it'll be Iowa, Kentucky, and the Music City Bowl at the very same time. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, the cotton. Well, we're going to save the playoffs for last. Cotton Bowl is on the second, and it's Tulane and USC. And then at mm-hmm. one p.m. on New Year's on the second will be Utah and Penn State. And that's I thought that's that at five p.m. That's oh, at five p.m. Oh, that's at five. Yeah. Okay. Cotton Bowl's at one. Cotton, oh, cotton Bowl's at one. one. Yes, Tulane and USC at one, and then the Roses at five with Utah and Penn State. Yeah, Penn State deserves to be in the New Year's Six. They, they do. I don't know what they end up. That seven should or eight, be. You know, like Utah Penn State. That should be a decent Rose Bowl. I would it should. Think. I think it should. Yeah. The, the playoff games are on New Year's Eve day, well, starting at four o'clock. We will have in the Fiesta Bowl TCU in Michigan. That should be good. And then at eight o'clock, Ohio State and Georgia. And that should be very good too in the Peach Bowl. And then at SoFi Stadium on the 9th at 8 p.m., we think, or, well, 8 p.m. That game has never started at 8 p.m. 8 to about 8 or so. It'll be about 8 p.m. Yeah. And it goes till almost yeah. 1 in the morning in the east, and it's just it. That's what it does. So what are you going to do? And we, will, and we will do our best to get you a list of the bowls probably for next week. Let's yeah. keep your fingers crossed. I have to find it a better way of reading those. The one and that I had last year to read them does not work anymore. So I'd find it, hopefully a better way of doing it. What I am noticing yeah. is we'll, we'll because try I the think best Christmas, we- Christmas Eve is on Saturday and there's all football right. on that day. There's many bowls early. So keep well, your eyes open they, because they're they starting start on the we- 17th. And no, a lot of times there would be Saturday. bowls, a couple of bowls or three bowls on that Saturday. There's going to be a lot of bowls that week before Christmas. Yeah, they, uh, they start. They start on Friday night, the 16th of Fenway Bowl, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there's, there's going to be there's going to be bowls on that Friday. Who can Rick and I go see that day? <laughs> oh, we'll I don't know out. who it is, but we, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do our we'll out. do our we'll best to get them. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. Me, me okay. and our me and our uh, crack staff here in the five one five area. That's so right. we're, we're working yeah. on it. 
Okay. Uh, and the 43 bowl game, so Perry's got a lot to find. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Marcus Arroyo got fired from UNLV. Robert broke that story. He didn't know what he was, you know, a college football story. Robert broke it, but he did. Uh, hey, uh, for two days, I broke two different college football stories. Yeah, we didn't know what was going on. Uh, uh, he was 5-7 and seven this year. That was his best year. So, yeah. And they haven't done anything about replacing him yet, have they, Robert? Uh, they're interviewing a bunch of people. Uh, but uh, with uh, their, uh, and so there's all different kinds of candidates. Uh, um, you know, uh, my Thorpe told me basically it's a, a real mess because there's so many people interested mm-hmm. in actually being in Las Vegas. They're getting more applications than what, what the athletic director has time to, to uh, go over. So <laughs> um, uh, apparently a lot of people want this job because well, of the fact because of the oh. fact that they get to play in a legion stadium. Yeah, you know, and uh, and, uh, and a lot of it's a good recruiting tool to yeah. play where the Raiders play, and the kids want to be in Las Vegas too. Right, you know? and the rumor is the rumor is that if the Pac-12 somehow is able to stay together and they don't, Big Twelve doesn't poach some more team, poach some teams, that UNLV and San Diego State could be heading to the Pac-12. That's that makes right. sense. Okay. Yeah. And the big story, really, of the of the week, even, you know, we always oh. have a playoff every year, is the playoffs will expand to 12 teams starting in the 24-25 season. And yep. so I think what we're going to get, because I was figuring this out, you, to get a champion out of 12 teams, you need 11 games. So I think the six bowls will stay in rotation and do what they do, but there'll be four home games for the 5 and 12, 6 and 11, 7, yep. 10, 8, 9. And they'll that's do... Exactly, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's right. exactly... Uh, one through four, the four highest, okay, the four highest ranked conference champions will get a bye. Yeah. Then the next, and it's the sixth co- highest ranked conference champions will go in the playoffs, and then you'll have six at larges. So the other two will get seeded, the fifth and sixth ranked, highest ranked. So, like, let's say this year, it would be Utah would go in as a four seed, and maybe Clemson three and four, and TCU and Ohio State would be going down to in the five seed because they were technically not right. conference champions. But you know so, what? Cle- yeah. Clemson is certainly not one of the three or four best teams. Oh no, they're not. They're not. But that's the way it would work this year. And they're gonna, like I said, there'll, there'll be a rotation. And the way this came about, they told the Rose Bowl, if you, you know, you ought to sign into this because if this comes up in 26, you may not be part of the rotation. And Rose Bowl's like, oh, well, we we want to be a part of this playoff. So they signed off to start two years earlier. Right. And I right. think they'll do they'll the brackets, I'm sure, like the NCAA. So if the five beats the 12, uh, they'll play the four, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. exactly going to be eight. Oh, yeah, eight, eight, nine plays one, five, 12 plays four, and then yeah. so on. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, and the thing, and it will start in the 24, 25 season. And so, and again, so five, 12, up six, 11, we'll have home games. And so yep. Yep. whoever were the 12 would be going to TCU or whatever. This yep. Year. Another thing to cover before we go into baseball and on and on and on, but the, the, the transfer portal is a big topic. And he, here's the total. This is as of the end of yesterday. There are about 1,150 uh, FBS Division One players, you know, give or take a few. Mm-hmm. And already after one day of the portal, 508 have entered the transfer portal. And the over-under number that you hear, will 750 players want to enter that portal? They really need to figure this well, out a little bit. And a lot of they can they can take themselves out if they decide, hey, I'm going to stay. But a lot of players will just say, okay, what's going on? You know, like I said, but yeah, they probably do need to figure it out. Yeah. Well, they can they can take themselves out. Just one second, Robert. Take, they can take okay. themselves out. I understand that. But you know, you yeah. can take yourselves out. But what if your school has found somebody to replace you while you were right. in the portal? Yep. Then you're, you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to get you. Robert, go ahead. Uh, now, uh, one one thing that I'm surprised you guys didn't cover that I read about yesterday, and apparently is making the round. Apparently, uh, uh, prime time there. We're getting to that. We're getting to that. We'll get to it. 
Um, but go go ahead. Well, in his speech to his team, basically said, uh, you know, hey, you guys were terrible last year. A lot of you aren't going to be here. I suggest you hit the portal because I'm going to bring in people that want to win is basically yep. what it came out. And, and, yep, his, te- and his team, by the way, is the University of Colorado. And we're speaking right. of Deion yeah. Sanders. He is the yeah. new coach at the yeah. University of Colorado. So, five-year, five-year, $25 million deal at Colorado. Uh, he's coming from Jackson State. Now, yep. here's what I think. And like I said, like, he did tell the players. I, when I got to his story, I was going to put that in there. But, yeah, yeah so he's, he's making 5.5 the first year, and then he gets a $200,000 raise each year. And, but here's the thing with Dion going to Colorado. Okay, for Colorado, great move. But if I'm Dion, do I want Colorado? Colorado hasn't been relevant in the past. He won't be in Colorado for five years. Well, but but I'm but but what I'm saying is okay. Do I want Colorado or do I stay at Jackson State and wait until something else? Like if I'm Auburn, you look at Auburn. Okay, where's Auburn? You freeze. Or primetime. Hmm. You look at a school well, but I mean, yeah. I think what scared Auburn away from him is Dion. A lot of people around him have said that Dion really doesn't want to be in college. He wants to be in the NFL. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, has, he that has proven himself that has, as a college coach yet either. Uh, he's been aware. He's, yeah. No, he has one Jackson's. there, but he again another level. You know, when you go to another right. level, can he actually beat USC and UCLA and that's those guys? What, you know? That's what we're going to find out. But he's taking right. Jackson State to a pretty high level. So we'll, yes, he has. We, we, better, we will see. We what better he does. hope. Yeah. We will. We will see. Yep. Okay. On to baseball. So, uh, well, not quite, not quite. So we, we just, uh, again, get, make sure it gets in the proper uh, thing, because we kind of talked about it with Dick, that uh, Cade McNamara is going to Iowa from Michigan. Yes. And, uh, he's and, that's, all, Michigan and that's, already been, that's already been announced. And oh. I guess Jim, yeah, Harbaugh, that... Jim Harbaugh says that that is a – he did not want that to happen because Cade McNamara is who – he's the locker room – glue for the Michigan team. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm was... guessing I'm guessing he would prefer to play than be the locker room glue. <laughs> and this is this and... is one that we except for his name we wouldn't be mentioning. Jalen Kitna was arrested for child oh, pornography yeah. and he's the ba- he's the son of John Kitna. He was a Florida quarterback backup oh. and he was arrested for child pornography, but the thing is that he's the son of uh, John Kitna who used to play in the NFL. So And we do and have the, fun... the four finalists. Yeah. We have the four final Oh, go ahead on you can comment on that first. Go ahead. Yeah, no, the, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was just going to say the funny thing about that kidnap thing is that I heard a story when, when he was with the, I think it was the Lions, that he really divided the whole team right down the middle that because he was so religious and, you know, he, if you were that way, you were with him. And if you weren't, you were against him. This is pretty hypocritical. That's, I know, although I know I it's not him, it's his son. Yeah. Well, it's his son. And, you know, the son probably yeah. said, who, who wants to put up with this stuff? And he went the other yeah. way, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So, and, okay. So, yeah. Talk to us about the Heisman, Sean. Max Duggan from TCU is a finalist. Uh, C.J. Stroud is a fi- from Ohio State. Uh, the quarterback from USC uh, and Georgia. Edmonds from Georgia. Caleb Stetson, Williams and Stetson Bennett from Georgia. Caleb Williams Stetson from Bennett, USC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not really a standout Heisman. There's some years where you can say there's two or three guys that could win it. Yep. Now I'm like, who's even gonna win it? You know, but here's, like the, when here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here, what people don't realize, and I don't suspect that uh, Duggan will win the Heisman. But what people don't know is apparently he had a heart procedure uh, before the yeah. season, and there was doubt that, as to whether he was even going to be able to play this year. So, you know, for somebody to be able to play after something like that, he may not yeah. win the Heisman, but that's well, a, that's a good feel-good story. Yeah. He now, didn't start there game one. I was going by a talk show the other day. Wasn't there a running back from Michigan who would have been right there if he hadn't gotten hurt? I don't yes. know who he yeah, was. Yeah, he, 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 he might have. Yes, Cora yeah. was his name. 
for him. Yeah. yeah. So, but then they had that guy Donovan step right in and uh, you know did a great job. Donovan uh, Edwards. Uh, Edwards, yeah, step right in. So anyway, so Michigan's got some depth. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Any more college football before we go to baseball? No. No, no, just a, just a, just one quick mention into college basketball. There's not a lot yep. going on, but the yep. Jimmy V Classic, as we mentioned tonight, it's Texas and Illinois. That's the first game. That should be a fantastic game. And then they would they, they would say Iowa Duke should be a good game as well. And if you've not sure. heard that Jimmy V speech, listen to it because it's a oh, really yeah. inspiring speech. Now okay. let's hit baseball. All right. Well, the Tigers signed pitcher Matthew Boyd one year for uh, $10 million. Tampa Bay signed pitcher uh, Zach Efron. Eflon, he'd been with the Phillies uh, before, three years for $40 million. Uh, yeah, and, did and, you the Reds, and the Red they, Sox lost out on him, Chris. Yeah, from what I hear, the Red Sox gave him the same offer. Yep. Well, they, they gave him the original offer, and then he went to Tampa Bay and said, do you want to match this? I'd rather come here. Wow. And, yeah, and that's yeah. well. And we'll, I mean, give I you another, we'll give you another Red Sox in a minute, Chris. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Milwaukee sent infielder uh, Colton Wong to Seattle for outfielder uh, Jesse Winker and infield Abraham Toro, uh, Jacob Degrom. Here's the big story: Jacob Degrom, five years for 185 to Texas. Now we were all kind of laughing at Texas because they've made some bad deals in the past. You know, with uh, what was it, who, who they have fielder, uh, fielder uh, for yeah. many years. You know, but they've at least got some insurance this time. If he misses significant parts of seasons, he has to give some money back. Or if he's more healthy than they expect, then he'll get more money. So it's a two-way street on that one. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes for Texas. And then uh, no, there's no state income tax in Texas. That's what the Sean Grandy pointed out as soon as he saw that on the on the Twitter. Yep. I think yeah, the one that I was no thinking of, in- Chris. Oh, go ahead, Rick. Oh, just there's also no state income tax in Florida, which could be right. part of the explanation oh, with that, Zach Eflon. Yeah, that's true too. The one that I especially, was thinking of. Especially, oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to especially. I don't want to get on my soapbox, but especially since this state passed a, a referendum question back in November, adding another four percent to anybody who makes over a million dollars. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think the one I was thinking of, Chris, that we may have covered it last week that the Red Sox got mm-hmm. beat out on was the uh, Abreu to the Astros, and they got beat. Yes, we did talk about that. Yeah. They they yeah. they actually made about the same offer as the Astros did too. So mm-hmm. for there whatever reason, people, I think they're seeing that if the Red Sox would have really wanted to keep Bogarts, and they claim they do, it yeah. would have already been done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Fred McGriff got into the Hall of Fame this week by the committee from the players who played after 1980, and Clemens and Schilling and Bonds did not get in. They were turned down again. And some of and the so, members of that committee, not all of them, but some of them were uh, Jack Morris is on there, Ryan Sandberg is on there, among others. Um, Susan Slosser. Chipper Jones the, was, was not there, but he Chipper was Jones member, was yeah. on there, but he was ill. So Derek Hall of the Diamondbacks filled in for Chipper Jones. And Susan Slosser from the media was on there. Now she said she was on Sirius XM yesterday. She said she couldn't obviously say what went on in the room right. because that's private. But it doesn't sound like there's much chance that the uh, steroid era guys are going to get in anytime soon. No, and and showing uh, it was interesting because Dan Shaughnessy said that showing is kind of a borderline. You know, he's he's got some good postseason stats. He's been on three World Series winners and all that, but his his numbers do not quite compare with some other people that are, like Kevin Brown. He's sort of like a Kevin Brown in in numbers in some ways. So, Slosser made it sound in. though, Chris, like, and, and I don't agree. I don't agree with this in any way. She made it sound like. Well, the media really doesn't like his political views and all this yeah, stuff. And I don't agree. I don't care what your political views are. If you put up numbers, 
that's what should get you in or not. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that, and not just because he's a Red Sox. You know, that's right. that's you know that's different. From and that's and that's one thing that and and let's be honest, that's one thing that has hurt Barry Bonds over the years too. The media don't like him either. No, but showing you know to add insult to injury, went off on the writers last year yeah, at the end. Yeah, that's so right. That didn't help him. But then the Mets were smart. See, they said, okay, Grom can go to Texas, and that's fine. We'll take a guy who's been hurt some, but we're going to get Justin Verlander. And we're going to sign him for uh, two years for $86 million, and, and there's a third year vested that they can have. So, yes, um, in the you know, second year, he has to pitch 140 innings. For him, having just come off Tommy John, that should not be an issue. No, now, so, Perry, um, I, I've, I've had people ask me about these options. There's player options, which the player can exercise. There's team options, which the team can exercise. Correct. But what exactly is the vesting option? They, you know? That's what I just said. It's whatever con- whatever they put in there that he has to meet. And, and in his case, he has to pitch 140 innings in the second year. That Then the option vests. Okay. And then he would that's say what it, That's what it means is whatever – a vesting option, It's there's some – um, area that he has to, the player has to meet for the option to vest is basically what okay. it means. Okay. And part of the problem, uh, Robert, is we don't wear vests as much as we used to, so we're right. not a true <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's true. Okay. And, and Jamal, uh, as soon as we get through the notes, Jamal will get you. I see you. Now, yeah, we, we got uh, we'll we'll get up to uh, Gaylord Perry, and then we'll have Jamal come on because we got a few more signings. And uh, and I have a question. All right, so Clayton Kershaw signed yes. one year for twenty million, and five was a signing bonus. Now you're always right. hearing about signing bonuses in the NFL, and that doesn't count towards the luxury cap. I'm trying that to figure correct. out or luxury tax. I'm trying to figure out what whether the players are mad about this. This is good for the Dodgers. This is good for the players. How does this actually work? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. If they want to say whatever, you know, on, on the first year of the deal, whatever it is, they can say, I don't know if, if they could say, you know, if it's a $30 million, they, 29 is a signing bonus. I don't think they could go quite that degree, right. but yeah. I think you can do it, and I'm not sure what the number is, but so you can it, do but that. It would seem like year. it would always be a benefit to the team because it keeps them away from the luxury tax. What does the player get out of it? Do they get the, the money faster it, in then some the way? Team can, the team can do more before they get to that luxury tax. That's what the player yeah, gets yeah. out of it. They can put better players on the team. That, okay, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's so, good. Yeah, and, so Chris, in Kershaw's case, his salary will actually be 15, and the, and the, uh, the five uh, he'll get early, you know, before, right. you know, before the season yeah. starts Whatever, so. Okay. And, and uh, Perry, you were saying that you, you know, if it was like thirty million, I don't know if you can have a twenty-nine million signing bonus. Well, in the NFL, isn't that what they did with Deshaun Watson? His first yeah, year of yeah, his contract, yeah, that is, that is was what like, they did. With it was him. forty-nine million signing bonus and one million for salary in yeah. case it got taken in you know lawsuits. Yeah. Yep. So see, and, and and that's why I say I don't know what the number is. You know, maybe yeah. you can do that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Rick Por- Porcello retired the other day after... Uh, I thought he was already retired. Well, he hasn't been <laughs> yeah. since 20, so that's the thing. He was with Detroit in uh, 09 to 14, and the Red Sox in 15 through 19, and the Mets in 20, and that was the last time he played. And, of course, he won the Cy Young here with the Red Sox in uh, in 16, and, uh, you know, helped them to the World Series in 18. So, uh, you know, he was sort of like uh, Brett, the opposite of Brett Saberhagen. He had good even years. Brett Saberhagen used to have good odd years. Um, yeah. And Trey Turner, we've been, we're going to talk about this. Trey Turner... Uh, shortstop, 11 years for $300 million to Philadelphia. They got two mega contracts with Bryce Harper and him. And he wanted to play in the East, and apparently he left money on the on the table from San Diego. He could have had more money from the Padres. Yeah, it was it was tw- at least $20 million on the table from the Padres, and maybe as much as 40 
But his wife is from very near Philadelphia, and that's where, you know, that's where their preference was. Right. And he had played for Washington, you know, 15 through 21. Then he was with the Dodgers part of 21. And then during 21, went to the Dodgers and was there in 22 and now back to the East. And uh, and then uh, the Yankees signed Brian Cashman through 2026 as their GM. He started in the organization in 86, and he was uh, been the GM since 1998. So I'm sure he's been... Uh, been the is the senior GM, and then you had a few uh, signings that just came up, or they might have been on the show or not on the show. So if you can remember some of those, uh, Harry, uh, that'd Vince, be good. Vince Velasquez, a one-year deal with the Pirates that came down earlier today. He's a pitcher. Yep. Yep. And then uh, Haney with Texas, we had him. Ooh, mm-hmm. somebody's got some background noise. Um, yeah. And another story, Bill, you and I have been on this one for a couple of weeks now. Uh, the Tucker Barnhart situation. It sounds like that may take a while because apparently a lot of teams are interested in him. So, yes, the Reds are in. Yes, the Cubs are in, among others. But um, Tucker Barnhart, the former Reds catcher, that may take a while. The problem that the Reds have, because I heard their GM yesterday, the problem that he's going to have with the Reds is, is it, Ty, is it Tyler Stevenson that the catcher? Right. They, they feel that this is going to be their number one catcher and, and Barnhart wants to catch more than you know maybe one or two days a week so that may take the Reds out on him but he said they say that there's a lot of teams uh interested in him 241 um, so. that's all I'm gonna say um I don't think he can dictate you know I'm going to be a starter or else I don't think he's I a- think with some teams he might be able to make that argument you know that he should be now, if he goes like to the Cubs, I imagine what the Cubs would do with him is they would bring him in and say, hey, you can compete with whoever they wind up with. So far, they have P.J. Higgins and Jan Gomes. They could say, well, you can compete with those guys, not necessarily that we're just going to hand you right. that job. Well, here's the other thing with Stevenson of the Reds. Last year, he was out for three significant injuries. He, he missed a good part of the season. So... I think if Tucker's patient, Tucker could play a lot of those games because mm-hmm. this ha- he has a very strong injury-prone catcher. So I think if he's just patient, he'll get the chance to play. And you, well, and you I think s- he would on the Cubs too because I mean, yeah. yes, Jan Gomes is a defensive catcher, uh, so he would get. I think he would play a lot there too because not only does PJ Higgins play as a catcher, but he also plays at first base. So. You know, yeah, he's so, kind of yeah. he he will probably have a roster spot if no other reason. He's he has played first and he can play third base as well if they need him to. If he was so well, the Tigers would be bringing him back. That's correct. I mean, the <laughs> Tigers don't know that. who their catcher is right, yet. Right. Think remember. about that. That's right. You know, Go ahead. So, do you have a question, Robert? Uh, yeah. What can you tell me about the guy the A's got from Brewers? Uh, J- Jace Peterson. Uh, Jace Peterson is basically a utility infielder he plays like a second short he's he can okay. also play third but okay. he's a decent little ball player i mean probably i know you don't want to hear this but probably somebody that if he's doing well he can be you know shopped at the deadline you get a little yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because i mean sadly for you sadly for you guys robert the only thing that i'm hearing that is going to be major with the a's is that sean murphy their catcher is going to be dealt 
that, yeah, that is correct because they always do that. Whenever somebody's getting ready to make the money, that's what happens. And Brian Reynolds from the Pirates wants to be traded. He's yeah. announced that. So that's what mm-hmm. they were talking about on the Sports Hub today. That would be a good fit for the Red Sox if they could right. trade a couple of prospects for him and get him in the outfield here because we need an outfielder. So what can you tell me while we're picking Perry's brain? We've got a reliever, Chris Martin. <laughs> uh, Chris Martin. What's the story on him? He's a, he's a decent reliever. I mean, he's he'll he's not a closer probably, but he'll pitch six, seven, eight. Okay. He could pit, I mean, if he need, was needed in the pinch as a closer, he could do it. But we brought in a couple of those around the, uh, the beginning of last year, and that didn't work out too well. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> he was, so he anyway. was on the look. He was on the Braves during the World Series, so he, you know they apparently valued him pretty good yeah. on that. Okay, do we are have we ready to call or pick or Jamal's brain? Well, yeah, let's bring yeah. let's let's bring on Jamal. Uh, hey, Jamal. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, there there he is. How's it going? Hey, hey Jamal. Jamal. On Jamal. It's been okay. Everything is okay. All right. Yeah. But uh, sounds like but, Jamal, um, you guys are looking to trade Liam Hendricks. For what? What do they want to get? For? <laughs> uh, they want. They want to get a good. They want to get a good bat in return for their closer. Uh, well, That's fine. But who they go for? Closer, back into the bullpen then. Uh, you know? They didn't. They didn't tell us that yet. <laughs> Because if you could get some for Lee and Hendricks, that's fine. But I want somebody to back in the bullpen. Right. And that's so what did you what did you call about, uh, Jamal? Okay. About the NFL and about college football. Okay. Okay. About the NFL with uh, Garofalo going down uh, as the 49er quarterback. I think it's going to be very interesting. I think the NFC might be on the verge of being really wide open again. Because you know nothing really. There's no really dominant teams. Well, the I mean, Eagles are the Eagles are still rolling pretty good, and the Eagles yeah, are good. Yeah. The Vikings are and watch good. out for the Cowboys. And watch out for the Cowboys. Yeah. So yeah, I, and the Cowboys' first game. I mean, these people again today were talking about what Brady, and they didn't even know how the playoffs were. Oh, he could go, and then he could play Dallas. You know, no, they're going to play Dallas in the first round probably. And, uh, that's going to be tough. And uh, Dallas could move on. You got the Forty Nine. That the NFC is going to be very interesting. They're both well, but the NFC with the Forty ers the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the Eagles all have legitimate chances. Uh, and and I there. think you, I think you would agree with me on this one, Sean, never count out a big, a, a good game managing Big 12 quarterback like Purdy is. Nope. Never count out a guy nope. like that. No, never. I'm not saying he's gonna. Either. I'm not gonna say he's gonna do it, but I would get you know and, give him a shot. And, re- and remember, Jamal, that the, the, when Brady was out those four games, uh, Belichick got three and one out of the quarterbacks that he had, and they were kind of banged up at that. So uh, you know, if you got a good coaching uh, staff and good weapons around you, which they did at that time, you can do something. And look, I'm not a 49er fan, but they uh, during uh, during the entire preseason training camp and throughout the season, whenever they get a chance to mention his name, uh, they they, uh, they just absolutely love the guy. They, as Kyle Shanahan is even talking about him possibly competing with uh, uh, the guy from year. South Atlanta from uh, for the starting quarterback job next year. Yep. So. And, and you know, the thing is, Shanahan is a very good coach he knows he knows how to get from yep. his quarterback what he wants you know won a super bowl by the way you know about that's true the great <laughs> Shanahan. Get, how about college well, actually, well i am i think that my guess is i'd like to see tcu with the whole thing my guess is probably gonna be georgia i'm just happy Illinois going to a bowl game they're going to a january 2nd bowl game apparently yep. they'll face against the mississippi state that should be oh, good. It must that be the outback. Is that the outback? Uh, the SEC. Whatever it used to be. Used to be the outback. Used to be the outback. Whatever it is now. Mississippi yeah. State and Illinois. That should be a good matchup. 
Yeah. It should. Okay. All right. All right, Jamal. Okay. Got any more, or can we talk about Gay- Gaylord Perry for a minute? Let's talk about ahead. Gaylord Perry. All right, Gaylord Perry. He was uh, born uh, September 15th, 38, in Williamston, North Carolina, and he died on December 1st of this year in Gaffney, South Carolina. Big mover. 84 years old. And, of course, he was accused and admitted that he threw the spitball. Uh, he played for the Giants from 62 through 71. Cleveland from 72 through 75, Texas 75 through 77, the Padres 78, 79, Texas again 80, the Yankees also in 80, Atlanta in 81, Seattle in 82 and 83, Kansas City in 83. He was 314 and 265. He had 3.11 ERA, 3,534 strikeouts, and 303 complete games. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, five-time All-Star, 68, 70, 72, 74, 79. And he won the Cy in the American League in 72 and then the National League in 78. So he's the first player to win it in both leagues. And uh, and a no-hitter for the uh, in, uh, on, in 1968. Uh, for the Giants, I guess it would have been 9-17-68. Uh, and he's in numbers retired in San Francisco and Cleveland. Uh, I'm sorry, his... He's in the San Francisco and Cleveland Hall of Fame, his retired San Francisco number, and he had 53 shutouts. And no wonder he had all those complete games. It was and, interesting. Uh, I heard a story, Chris, about him the other day. Rick Sweet was his catcher in Seattle. Apparently, the first day of the season, and uh, Rick Sweet had just come up from the minor leagues and made the team. And, uh, he had asked Gaylord Perry, you know, was he going to be allowed you know, to catch him this season? Because Sweet hadn't seen the lineup card yet. And uh, he says, kid, you're catching me today, and how you do today determines if you catch me the rest of the season. <laughs> well, he caught him that day, pitched, him, he, and it, the game went very well, and he caught him every game the rest of the season. And he said they there were friends. And Rick Sweet said they were friends up until Gaylord Perry died. Yeah, that's cool. And he was named to the Hall of Fame in 1991. Uh, and there was, he's uh, along with his brother Jim, he was the second winning his brother combination behind the Necros, Phil and Joe Necro. So that's pretty cool. And when you only, can be compared this, to that duo. That is very good. That is good. He's compared to only thrown out. Of, uh, he was only thrown out of the spitter the first time in 1982. So yep. people knew it. Everybody talked about it. I mean, it yep. wasn't. It was common knowledge, but I guess they couldn't catch him. So. And he and Walter Johnson are the only pitchers with 3,000 strikeouts and 300 or more complete games. That's, that's pretty amazing. Were you going to say something, uh, Bill? I just was going to say just another bulletin. This is from okay. John Heyman. It appears this is only in appears, but it's likely uh, Aaron Judge to the Giants. Okay. Ooh. Good, good. And he's pretty <laughs> reliable. So, so now, Chris, you, you still don't believe the Red Sox were in on Yeah. No, no. What I, what I heard this morning, and I don't know if it's changed, but what I heard this morning, the Giants had a nine-year offer for him for $360 million. $40 million a year, yeah. I, I don't know if that's the deal he ended up taking. Uh, well, he has, no, well, he hasn't taken one yet. Well, no, but um, the reason why I say that, Perry, is because of the Trey Turner deal yesterday. Everybody thinking that the Giants or Yankees are going to have to increase their offers because uh, Turner took 11 years. They don't want Judge to take less than that, you know, the Players Association. So I wonder well, uh, if they're waiting on... Well, we'll see. We'll before see we do, before we do our NHL story, I will tell you yep. that in, in my house, 
That's been a we've been listening to a lot of the baseball stuff the last couple of days. That's been a targeted discussion in here. And I, of course, have said all along that I thought he would return to the Yankees. And I was told on no, on no unequivocal term, no, he's going to the Giants. So well, I'm glad she's right. And I if, if, that, if that happens, we know who's going to win that discussion. That's right. Maybe we get a dinner out of that deal. OK. And the, the NHL story that we have is a sad one. Chris Letang uh, suffered a stroke on last Monday. We go uh, today, uh, you know, eight days ago he's out indefinitely had one in 2014 uh he's expected to return he, he they saw symptoms monday he was smart went into the went into the trainers and said hey i'm feeling this feeling that they got him right to the hospital uh he was at practice on monday he didn't play tuesday and then they announced the stroke on uh, on wednesday he's 35 years old he three cups for the with the penguins in 09 16 and 17 and was leading the team in minutes played when he had the stroke, so that's and, pretty amazing. Uh, Chris, he's, already, he's already back cleaning today. Okay. Well, there's a dog that's happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's good, and I think anything, any last-minute bulletins, or are we ready to go? Oh, no, this show has nope. definitely gone to the dogs, I think, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go, I guess, we'll go ahead and say, anybody, uh, if you want to listen to this or you missed any of these trades or breaking news, uh, download the podcast, legendoldies.com, uh, legendoldies on, or legendoldies from, or, no, Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts, see the dog got me thrown off, or Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher, or 773-572-3006, option nine, and if you're listening on the podcast, come and listen to live at legendoldies.com Tuesdays at 4 Eastern and we will be back speaking of that next week and we'll have more signings closer to the playoffs and hey we'll see what else happens see you next week